0: Exclusive offers just for you, just to say thanks. Right now, U.S. Cellular customers could get up to $1,200 to upgrade to any new phone. Visit uscellular.com for terms and restrictions. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
1: And at that point, it becomes a reverse (laughs) auction. Oh, no. Wicked milker. Or the dad. Or the dad. Starts, like, taking low bids on on, this is the amount of money I will pay you to to get her her the fuck out of of my house. (laughs) Right. Oh, what's up, airheads? We're back once again. Getting two weeks deep into 2023 now. It's wild because we're coming to you from the past, but that don't matter. Not too much the past. Not too much the past. Five weeks the past? Only just a little bit the past. Only (sighs) just the tiniest
0: bit the past. Yeah, about a month the past. We talk about paradoxes a lot on this show. Us doing this show, because it gets exponentially another week later, Mm -hmm. I start thinking like, oh, this will be right after this, and this will be right after this. But it's like, no, it's seven days after this, seven days after this, Mm -hmm. and like... That's fucking my head up. Like, again, what if I'm dead? Yeah, I'd never thought about any of that until the
1: last episode. You said, what if I'm dead? And I was like, holy shit, what if he is dead? Yeah, what are you going to do? Because the way we do this, you could be dead. We don't need to do the same thing we did last time. I know, but I'm
0: just saying, like, it continues to fuck with my brain that, like, what could have happened in the world, you know what I mean, during all this time? Your heart could have just exploded. Oh, I thought, oh, like... (laughs) I
1: thought you were trying to say, what could have happened to make me end up dead? And I was no. like, oh, a lot of things no. could have made me Yeah, end that's up true. Dead. Grease. No, I get what you mean. Like, we, we don't know right now what might the, have happened yeah. between us in the past and y'all in the present, right? The present And because you. of like how... Russ said earlier when we weren't weren't recording, and it's true, it's like, you know, if we'd been batch recording, it, like in the earlier batch recordings, there might have been a point where we're like, dude, you know who hits Kanye? <laughs>
0: yeah, that's what I mean. Kanye,
1: does he not hit? It was that's like, what he does I mean. Dude, and it, then we don't know that in the near it, future he's going to talk about how much it, Hiller hits for him. And it it's it's already like, oh, happened shit. to us.
0: It happened so to us. Times. I know. I swear to God, the fucking literal day after the news of Brett Favre stealing money mm-hmm. for the whatever, the uh, next episode I go, I'm naming my daughter Brett Favre yeah.
1: Junior. <laughs> Which seemed, Florida.
0: yeah, yeah, Florida. Like we yeah, right. stay doing that shit, and it's starting to bother me because yeah. like I don't know what I'm about to say, and like right now in me and use timeline. It is a fine thing to say. Yeah, right. But in fucking six weeks, who goddamn knows, man? It's the perils of working
1: in the past, dude. It is. We've brought this on ourselves by choosing to record only in the past. Do you know who else
0: lives in the past? Who's that? Or at
1: least three hours in
0: the past. My wife.
1: Well, before we talk to her, I want to let everybody know we're going to be doing... I'm going to be talking about... Oh, right. Fancy People and Trash. uh, Auctions. Right? Fancy art auctions versus pegs. <laughs> right? You get it. And then you're going to talk about, you're doing your... Uh, John Hancock. Revolutionary Avengers, right? My
0: Revolutionary Avengers, we're going to talk about John Hancock. I know you why you think you know him, but I'm going to tell you why you're right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Pretty much what you know, <laughs>
1: you're about to hear it again. That's what's up. That's what we do here at Putting on Airs. Yeah. All right, but no. Amber... I, Mrs. Cho, I miss my wife. You, you about
0: to well, miss her, so we're about to all get to enjoy that. We were about to start, and I was like, "I really miss my wife, and I want to call her." And That's sweet, I know. And then Russ was like, "Just fuck it, just call her on air." Hey, baby. Hey. Can everybody hear Amber? Y'all. Oh yeah. Yeah, I, I, know like, that, like,
1: know I know that.
0: I know that. I was like, "Who are you waiting to respond?" Yeah, right, yeah. The people in the room that I'm talking <laughs> yeah. to. Hey, baby, we're recording, uh, putting on airs, and I missed you, and I wanted to call you. Oh, miss you, boo. Do you really miss me? Uh yeah. What specifically? Uh, just you being home, I guess. Okay, it's pretty fucking weak. But anyways, I missed you, I and I wanted to call bed. you. Huh? It is. I am in bed. Okay, I know, but you still answer the phone. So we, we wanted to call you to ask you questions that maybe pertain to our audience or what it is that we want to do on this show. So would you mind if I just threw you some softball questions about European history and you tried to answer them as best you can?
1: I'm not going to know
0: anything. That's fine, but I need you to... You cannot say, I don't know. You have to try to give what you do know about it because you're a second-grade teacher and you should have at least some idea about some things, right? Sure. Okay. <laughs> Amber, uh, before we let you go, explain colonialism. Like, what do you, what, what do you mean? You know how, like, about- the British colonized you know other areas like colonies colonization like just you know tell us what you think (laughs) tell us what you think about colonization
1: is it not just just like communities that
0: were established yeah but you know they They were like split up by like your level how do you think they were established though this is really the question some dude decided it (laughs) yeah (laughs) Like
1: the head guy. Yeah. (laughs) Not wrong. Not wrong. That's Uh, so true. Amber, next time I see you, I want to like... Pull my phone out or something, and mean you do a mini podcast where the only subject is Corey, and then maybe <laughs> oh we, maybe we can use that in a future episode or something. Because uh, I yeah, know that's when you really get going. To be told there. Yeah, whenever me and you're talking about how much he don't hit, that's when things really start popping off. <laughs> it would. It could go. We could go on. For <laughs> <Yeah. a while. laughs>
0: okay I love you baby I was just like missing you out here we've been doing like six or seven episodes and I wanted to say hey and make you sound dumb on the show well I am that and it sounds like y'all are having fun okay I love you baby love you bye bye okay so (laughs) Harry yeah has the audacity Prince Harry Prince Harry what's going on with him well so he's written an autobiography tray called The Spare do you know why it was called The Spare
1: Cause he's like the the forgotten royal or yeah. something. He's it, the, he's like the spare
0: tire of the royal family. That's what it's called. You have okay. an heir and you have a spare. Because the reason oh, that, is you that would,
1: that's a that's like a term yes. they use.
0: Yes, there's you, a, oh, the, the oh, heir okay. and the spare. Oh, I didn't because know that. Because back in the day, I mean, like, I get it, but yeah, yeah, back in the day, like a kids would die all the time. So all like, all the time. if you're if you are trying to have your son succeed you on the throne, But <laughs> Russ found amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Prince Harry
1: with a swastika on his shoulder.
0: Like, it's a yeah. choice. I wonder if that shows up in the book. It's a choice. So basically back in the day, whenever you were like, if you're King Richard and you're like, I want my son, King Richard II to ascend the throne, and you wanted your line to continue. If you had a first child and it was a boy, you had to go, cool. Let's go have several or four more, four or more boys, boys because yeah. of scurvy, right? Uh, falling out the pl- you, mm-hmm. all the plagues that they coughing to death. So yeah, and when when there were two royal boys, it was always called "there's the heir and there's the spare." Okay, I never knew that. But really. Yeah. Yeah, no, I didn't know it's they so actually called it. It's so rare that them. I get to tell you. It's yeah. rare that I get to tell you about a spare. Well, again, a- you
1: said he called it the spare, and I got it immediately, but I didn't know that was literally a term that
0: like royalty
1: used, the air yeah. and the
0: spare. The air and the spare. That's what uh, Elizabeth and Margaret were called. Okay. The heir and the spare. Because again. Okay. Like, well,
1: now that you've put it that way, I feel like I can't really argue with it. it no, seems like he was. He no, is the spare. He, right.
0: He is the spare. But he's written. And I have a lot of like mixed feelings on this because personally, I like Harry. All right. Mm-hmm. As much as you can like a royal.
1: Well yeah, you see that swastika right there.
0: Ah, phenomenal. Yeah,
1: great dude. Now f- by the committed way committed
0: to a cause. By the way, this committed. Head,
1: this headline says Prince Harry Halloween two thousand five costume claim debunked. No, 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 and no. I don't no. know what that means. No, no.
0: That particular picture was debunked, but one hundred percent it did happen. And I know that okay. because I watched a documentary about the royals and they mentioned it. Okay. They were like, basically what it was was like Harry Marty. Harry, yeah, Harry, like he was just a young, dumbass kid and was like, I'm gonna dress up like Hitler. This will be funny. I'm not justifying that. (laughs) But you gotta understand that these dumb mother, these royals are like so insulated that they don't understand how things affect people. So they're just like, I'm gonna, Hitler, he's a terrible, like, we all find humor in the worst things in the world. He's on his way to have I, his did, I ain't never dressed like Hitler. You know what I mean? But, like, I get it. Like, no. you dress like DMX, inappropriately. <laughs> yeah, I have, yeah. Uh, right. Not no, I'm not saying de- DMX and Hitler I are also, the same thing. I'll
1: also say I never, ever, I never did blackface. Right. Never. Did I dress like a rapper? Yes, I did. Yeah. With, like, a backwards jersey and yeah. a baggy uh, jacket and, and, like, a do-rag. But I was white. Like, so I was being, like, a, you know, Eminem type. Yeah, uh, you know, we had a word for that. You're not that that word ain't that you can't can't use that word. It's the W word. We called snow bros. Snow bros. Okay, yeah. So oh, I, I dressed nice. up as a snow bro, which you see those pictures, and it's a you know it's a bad read. Yeah, like, right. But at least I wasn't in fucking blackface. But my point Cause is, because like, even well, because like what you're saying, like even then at 21 in college, going to a Halloween party. Even my dumbass white trash ass at that age, like I would have never done blackface. Of course, you know what I mean? like yeah, I knew, of course, like I knew better than the, the even dressing up the way I did was ill advised. But like blackface, totally out of the
0: question. Agreed. But and no, so I, don't I feel think,
1: like I think I would have felt the same way about maybe, rocking a
0: swastika. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. But the only thing I can say is like maybe they're th- like you know uh, Charlie Chaplin donned a swastika in the movie that he did. And it was just like, I'm making fun of this horrible thing. Like, I'm being goofy. Yeah, that's a little different, I think. I agree, Uh, but, like, he's he's fucking... Like, he's, like, 16 or 17. All I'm saying is... Like, if he... I feel like if he... Maybe if he put,
1: like, a fake, like, bullet hole in the middle of his head or something, you could wear, like, a Nazi outfit if you put a noose around your neck or something where it's, like... You know what I'm saying. Regardless of whether... But regardless, you got to try real hard to make a swastika hit as regardless, regardless of
0: <laughs> regardless of whether it was justifiable or whatever. I think that we can all say that 15 to 16 years later, he's allowed to be a different dude. That's all I'm saying. Absolutely. He's allowed to be a different dude. And I, for one, like kind of, like I really respect Harry in the sense that he speaks up. For mental health and gives it a platform that his mother was trying to give it back in the day and nobody would listen to her because she was uh, a lady and also mental health in the 90s was nothing. But I respect Harry in the sense that like he's speaking up for like, hey, listen, there's a lot of us that that are just like misunderstood and yada, yada, yada. But at the same time it's really super hard for me to like look at a book called Despair and be like I really feel bad for this motherfucker.
1: Joe, I'm really sorry to take it here but I have to. Is it the hair? Yes. Yeah. Because I because because <laughs> because, because because I can't help but look at those two and think like they're brothers, yep. right? And so, William, it's like, did God give Harry his hair in exchange for William for being the spare? You know what I mean? He's like, yeah. you're the spare, but you got hair. You know who ain't got the hair? Go back to that the picture, air, Russ. The heir ain't got no hair.
0: You want to know something else too, Trey, that's going to blow your mind? And I'm trying to have... Do you see him? Just look at the face. Yeah. And then just look at the face. <laughs> He's better looking. Will? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's better looking, but he don't have hair, so nobody gives a fuck. Dude,
1: when he was young and still had hair, he was like a teen bait motherfucker.
0: Yeah, Yeah, right. So that's what I'm saying. Like, people go, people go, Corey, why are you, oh, you wear a hat indoors. Hair don't matter. Nobody really cares. Literal fucking proof that it so matters. He was a teen beat tiger superstar and that motherfucker had three flakes fall out and everybody's just like, I don't want why let his brother be king. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because of his fucking hair, it matters so fucking much. But like,
1: imagine you had a brother who had a... (laughs) My sister!
0: Well, yeah, but she's
1: a girl. Right. Has more hair than me. Right, but that that male pattern baldness is a whole different thing from women. Like, if you had a sister, imagine you had a brother. Women don't go bald. I mean, they That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they do, but not near as much. It's very, very rare. So your sister having hair is not that weird. Right. But imagine your brother... Had a luxurious head of hair. My dad,
0: until last week, (laughs) my 60 fucking five-year-old dad looks like John Lithgow. And you know how low of a self-esteem you have to have for go, I pine for John Lithgow? (laughs) And here I am. Yet you say that it doesn't matter. It fucking matters. I mean, It matters to me. I've never
1: said it doesn't matter. Yes,
0: you... Dude, no, I have Trey, shut the fuck up. We've been going places, and I've been like, yo, I go get my hair cut, and you're like, why? And I go, because it's shaggy on the sides, and I don't feel good about it, and like, I can't really wear my hat in here. And you're like, yo, just rock up in there. And I'm just like, no, Trey, I can't. And you go, you go, um, you go hey, man, nobody cares about your bald head. Don't worry about it. Nobody, ain't nobody looking at you. I'm trying to you. make
1: you feel better. But Here's you're thing. lying! Okay, hang on, hang on. Mostly what I've said is, you have an immaculate head. <laughs> okay. You have an incredible oh, head. Does okay. he not?
0: His head is the perfect shape. He's got so a perfect head. He's
1: got a perfect head, and like because you have a perfect head, like it's a look. It's a choice. No, that is, it's not. That's a look. It's, it's not a, look. a choice that it's i make. It's a look. What? No, you're right. I'm sorry. You're right. It's not a choice. It's not a choice. It was at God's all. choice. It, yeah, right. To do he that fucked to you. Me. But it's a choice to like to say fuck it, I'm rocking it. And I don't do that. And, but you have the head to no, do it. No, I don't. Yes,
0: you do. The cheeks come up too far. <laughs> the cheeks come up too far. I have an hourglass type head. Big, bulbous, little indentations here where my fucking glasses go over. Huge cheeks. Fucking big ass dent in the back of you it right here. You have one of the best heads in the My point is, game. but none of that matters. None of that matters. What I fucking said was... Who's better looking, Harry or William? And then you said, actually, back in his day, William was like a fucking tiger beat person. I go, what the fuck is the difference? And you go, he went fucking bald. It matters is all I'm saying. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that this can't be a choice. What I'm saying is you can't look at me in the face and tell me, oh, no one has any opinions otherwise on a bald headed man. Bullshit. He went from fucking Harry Styles to goddamn me yeah he get to
1: be the king though that's true yeah that'd make, up. that'd make up for a lot of not having hair stuff uh well listen that was incredible
0: oh but I I we, we didn't should... even get into the stuff i wanted to talk about you had okay it's fine no no no, no 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 no. go ahead no, i want to save it about him being the spare yeah. wait do you want me to do it I mean, well, yeah, we really got into it in terms of like I just don't feel too bad for him. Of course not. But but, Me but at the same time, I do feel bad for him. Okay. It's both but he got hair dog. You're right. Roll it. Fuck Let's him. do the next thing. <laughs> yep. All right, go ahead. What's your thing? <laughs> Auctions. Oh, I want to do it. Y'all, everyone wants to save cash this time of the year, and America's Best Value Meal Kit helps you do just that. Every plate is 25% cheaper than grocery shopping, which means you can put the money you save towards, uh, you know, things for your family. Uh, uh, an extra uh cable package or something like that. It don't matter. It's your money, you know. I used to always think that meal kits had to be expensive, but ever since I started with Every Play, I just know that not to be true. You get the same convenience and deliciousness at a lower price. Also, uh, not for nothing, it sort of helps you learn how to cook. cook and stuff like that so every plate makes it easy to find recipes everybody will love because you can do uh it's family friendly quick and easy you can do meat and veggie uh, or you can just do veggie if that's what you're into without committing to one preference it's tremendous don't you love it trey i absolutely
1: love it i'm a huge devotee of every plate it's sort of changed my whole game my whole kitchen game around i would say the thing that i've Loved the most about it. And I've said this before, but it just remains true is that I used to always get so mad at myself. Cause I was always wasting food. Cause I go to the grocery store once oh, every yeah. week or every two weeks and I'd buy, Oh, I'll need this much squash and this much cabbage yeah. and this much, whatever else. And then you end up not using all of that and you have to throw it out. And I hate doing that. And with every plate, you don't ever have to worry about any of that again because they handle all that portion control for you and it makes it all so much easier. It also makes you feel like you're really chefing it up in there in the kitchen because you are, I love all of their recipes. I think my personal favorite is probably the cheesy mushroom chicken. That is my jam comes some carrots, some potatoes. What more do you want? I'm a big, big fan of every plate and I would recommend it to everybody who likes to do any home cooking at all. It's great. You can save money. You can save time. They simplify the process. I love everything about it. So here's what y'all can do. You can get $1.39 per meal. I said Mm. $1.39 per meal. You can't beat that. By going to everyplate.com slash podcast and entering POA one three nine as the code. So you go to everyplate.com slash podcast and then enter the promo code POA one three nine to get the every plate deal for a dollar and thirty nine cents per meal. Y'all, that's up to a hundred and thirty four dollar value. You can't beat it with a stick. You're gonna love it. You need to try every plate today and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast.
0: Absolutely. We love you and just for the record, my personal favorite is the French onion chicken, but they're all great. Use that promo code POA, baby. Auctions like
1: the two biggest auction houses in the world are, and these are fancy, Kentucky? fancy people auctions, right? Sotheby's and Christie's, right? And Sotheby's and Christie's both started in London, England, in the seventeen hundreds. Sotheby started as a, a dude selling books, right? And he was like, "I got all these books, y'all want them." Right. <laughs> Come get all these books. What's wild to me is like, there's a disconnect in this timeline because I looked up the origin of auctions and I get... Well, actually, fuck it. I'll get to it right now because I thought it was kind of funny in a morbid way because like the two biggest auction houses in the world started in the 1700s and it was like, the idea of auctions makes a lot of sense. Like people... What? What is it? I think I might know where you're going with this. People make... uh. Or like people come to Oh you have a bunch of shit to sell. Right. It makes sense to put it all in the same place and then people come there and buy it all at once. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Like the idea of auctions I feel like is very intuitive. It makes sense. But the two biggest Hey y'all get over here. I got this desk. But the two biggest auction houses in the world started in the mid seventeen hundreds around the same time in London, and in my head I was like, That seems late to me. Right for Agreed. people to start doing auctions. Like, what the hell happened there? So I looked it up. I looked up the or- the history of auctions, right? And uh, it's not... It, well, it kind of is what you guys think
0: it is, but like... Well, he thought, then I thought, yeah.
1: Right, yeah, but... Uh, I don't know what would make me think that. It, yes, it was people. Yeah, right. Right, but it wasn't... It wasn't
0: because of the color of their skin.
1: And also, it wasn't initially according to this the very beginning it wasn't slaves either it was dates women's oh women's. Escorts. it started with no no go. no no. not escorts not escorts wives oh word so this is it 500 bc y'all in, ain't seen
0: this bitch sweet. 500
1: bc in babylon uh oh babylon they was famous for those that. that have daughters you gotta get rid of them.
0: Oh, dude, you
1: that really do. But I mean, you have you seven of them. You can't have a daughter around, around once she's too old to take care of the other babies. There's or three else.
0: here already right. folding. Don't what don't are hit. you doing? Don't hit.
1: Got to get rid of them. Go like It's hard to get rid of a daughter sometimes. So they start. They had auctions for everybody's daughters. Right? They're like, bring yeah. your daughters <laughs> down here. We'll make a hit. Right? Uh, and it was. It worked. <laughs> It worked in two ways, right? It was... And this is... I'm aware how fucked up this all is. We're all aware of it. But there was a... there. <laughs> basically, <laughs> the girls, the hit... Right. <laughs> they started out with the hit in this one. And yeah. they went down from there. Uh-huh. And obviously, the price for her was the highest. Right. Price for the next hit and this was the next highest. Yeah. And on and on. But at a certain point, there's a mid-level where they go from hits to don't hit yeah and at that point it becomes a reverse auction <laughs> oh no we could milk her or the dad Ooh. or the dad starts like taking Selling low it. bids
0: oh, my God. On,
1: on this is the amount of money i will pay you, you to, to take get her out of my house <laughs> right and so that, according to Wikipedia, is the uh, origin of auctions, right? And then,
0: <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. So pretty girls, imagine, imagine on the going oh, there, thinking reverse like, guy. "I'm right. gonna get a big piece for this." Just gonna <laughs> piece for the love of God. I want to and then some, yeah. Auction. Right. You, yeah, people are like fucking. All right, I got my big dumb bitch over here for $1,000. Yeah. I got my big dumb bitch over here $2,000, $2,000. Good big dumb bitch going over here. She can't cook, she can't clean, she don't hit. $3,000, uh, $3,000. I hear $3,000. $3, no, she does not huh, I pronounce that at all. No, uh, $3,000, $500, $500. Uh, yeah, no, she ain't ever heard of spice. Trust me. It doesn't matter. She don't know how to bake nothing. And, uh, you know what? I'll just give you this bitch. All right, here we go.
1: But again, but dude, some of them you literally couldn't give away. Right. Literally. Some of them, it was like, you know, a dude, the bid was like, yeah I'll take her for $5. <laughs> right? And some other guy was like, I'll take her for three. And the dad was like, I'll give you $3 and her. Thank you very much. You know what I mean? But presumably some of these women... It was like, will she shut up? Yeah. (laughs) She don't never talk. (laughs) Yeah.
0: She don't know how to talk. You see how much she don't hit?
1: (laughs) But, like, presumably, some of these women, like, the reverse bed was pretty high. High, You know what I mean? Like, the dad got raped over the coals because he's like,
0: (laughs) I ended up having to pay $1,200 for 1,200
1: fucking gold doubloons or whatever they had.
0: Why didn't he just kill her? Well,. I was gonna kind of get there, but I was gonna say like, why don't he just like stop fucking with her? He don't have to kill her. He can just be like, you're not my daughter anymore. Like if you're, my point is, I know that that's morally wrong, but so is selling your daughter for ten thousand dollars. So if yeah. you're already there, why don't you just but, go get on the I road? Mean, I hear, bitch. And
1: the thing is, I'm sure plenty of them probably did exactly right. that. And I think the ones that didn't, it was just because, like you said, it's like, well, she's still my daughter. Oh, it's because he still wanted him to go to somebody. what you got to
0: do. Yeah, right. Exactly. Oh, I went to a dark place.
1: No, dude. It's all a dark place. I'm certain that what you just said happened. Yeah. I guarantee it. And that's how Cracker uh, Barrel got started. But yeah. but And then also, as the ancient Greeks and Romans got into uh, conquering people and stuff, which they was real into... They'd have Yeah, a, what's that all about? They'd have it uh, just hits. It yeah, hits right. to take people's hit. shit. Yeah. So they'd take people's all their shit and then they would auction that shit up. They'd auction off the spoils of war. Obviously they took what they needed their army right. needed and stuff, but the rest of it they just throw it together like an estate sale or right. something and auction
0: it off. And did that money so, just go to the war?
1: Uh, yeah, right. It went to yeah the empire who or the the dude who was running that particular right. branch of like the that war or whatever. Yeah, and they would uh, and also even back then they would, they would use auctions to liquidate the assets of debtors whose property had been confiscated. Right. So back then they'd repo shit basically, right. yeah, and then they would auction it off. So that all happened, uh. But then somehow, for some reason, which is still unclear to me, they like, even though it existed in ancient times, like people understood the, you know, the upsides, the practicality of having auctions and stuff. Right. Because of that, it's wild to me that it took until the 1700s for the sort of like, For like big auction to take
0: hold, right? Yeah, I agree with you. Like that seems like that would have been a thing that was always us. You know what I mean? Like, especially with how much fucking cattle and shit there was back then. Right. Because, like, I don't know any other way to buy uh, cattle. all
1: All it says on Wikipedia is from the end of the Roman Empire until the 18th century, the 1700s, when Sotheby's and Christie's came around, from the end of the Roman Empire until then, it just says auctions lost favor in Europe. And they had never been widespread in Asia but like i don't understand i
0: feel like asians would be the most fucking auctioning motherfuckers yeah well evidently not but it's I also d- it's just I have weird to me nothing to support what right. i just said but i just feel it in my heart so yeah
1: all it says is they lost favor but like why would something as practical as an auction lose right. favor
0: like right? walmart is so, basically an auction that just has a building over it you know what i'm saying like Back in those days, like again, yeah, but you can't you can't bid on stuff.
1: You got to just take what, it for what they're selling it for.
0: Yeah, that's I guess why auctions you're right.
1: like hit hard. Auctions hit harder on both sides, right? Like, the
0: auctioneer could make more, or you could make the less. the buyer yeah. thinks
1: like I can get a good deal on this, but also right. the seller is like I got I'm people fuck competing. These people over. Right. I got people competing, making competitive bids, driving right. the price up. You know, so it's like well, it feels I did, that, like it that, hits for everybody. I know,
0: and to me, that would have been like one of the oldest institutions that there ever well, was. I'm saying,
1: like, I, I know, it I'm agreeing, was, but I'm saying, it like, was, I don't see how then lost it lost favor. Disappeared for a while. Yeah, I don't yeah, see right. how it
0: lost favor because, like I said, I like either. that. That seems to me the hittinest way to do right. anything. Like that rules.
1: So then the dude that founded Sotheby's, which wasn't Sotheby, it was a dude named Baker. <laughs> then he got joined up with by a guy named Sotheby's who then somehow took the whole name of the place right. later. But they started selling books. It's wild, actually. It's sort of like 18th century Amazon. Yeah. They started out with just books, just right. selling books. It was like, you know, why sell book here, book there? We put all the books, books together. together. People that want books come get books. Right. And they started doing that, and it was hitting. And then other people had others like, I got paintings. Can you do paintings and books? And they're and like, they were no, like, we're exclusively books. Yeah, right. And then it was like, no, you sure you can't do paintings? They're like, I guess we'll do paintings. <laughs> yeah, and now, right. And now it's like mostly mostly art, right? Because art is That's so why That really is how that be. It really is how that be. So- the most expensive things ever sold
0: at auction. The most Can you rich- imagine being good at business?
1: No, I can't. And what's funny is I have a master's of business. Right.
0: Yeah, and I'm I didn't terrible. think that you could. And you're one of the smartest people I know. I just don't I don't think about money that way. But people and like have. people that are like, business smart, like I know that we we joke all the time about like a lot of these rich people up at the top, they're still dumbasses. But like business smart is a very specific thing. 100%. And there's some people 100%. who just oh, yeah. got it. Dude, I'm i I'm very jealous Me of people and, like and that. Me too. And the I way, just don't have they it. They might at not all. have a lot of other things. Right. But they got that i like, got, got like, buddies
1: that, like i went to college with and stuff that are like they're just business savvy they're good with money it just comes naturally to them i'm so stupid at it bro i don't have any of that I and again you. it's way worse for me because i literally went to business school right but i, but I, promise I just you, that just to be able to get a job I i've never, had, it never i made good grades but i never like it was never my
0: thing and it still isn't. I've got buddies who are business savvy and they've talked to me about me and you about like, you wrote the book and they're like, so what do you, what'd you do with it? And like asking me right. about my portfolio and shit. And I'm like, huh? And they were, they were all like, Hey man, I, I, I hate to be a dick, but you know that you and Trey should already be millionaires. Right. I mean, yeah. Right. And yeah. I'm like, what do you mean? And they're like, you're an idiot. Mm-hmm. Like you've done nothing. You bought a lot of sweatpants yeah, and that's cool, right? But what else? And I'm like, but I know that I'm in so many other aspects way smarter than them. Mm-hmm. That other than that, they're just like whatever. Right. I don't know if I can well, do that, I mean, yeah, but, but they
1: ain't wrong though.
0: No, they're not wrong. Yeah. Well,
1: anyway, sorry to hijack you. No, there. that's all right. The most expensive things ever sold at auction. The record was set in 2017 when who else? The Crown Prince of Saudi Arabia. Oh, Mohammed bin Salman. was well, more for the whatever. underdogs. Bought an original Da Vinci, Leonardo da Vinci's Salvatore Mundi, right there, for four hundred and fifty million dollars. That painting right there was ten twitters, or no, no, that's forty. <laughs> that, no, 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 that's forty four billion. Yeah, it's, so it's not that high. But that painting right there is like two mega yachts or right. like five villas, you know, whatever. Just for that painting, four hundred fifty million. Can I ask you something about the Saudi Arabians? Okay i guess how is it but
0: <laughs> how because go, generally they don't hit for me just nope, put that out there me either but don't you find them to be like the it's wild that how hard they hit but their country don't hit that's i feel like country. that that's how but, it be well also i feel like that's like that's uh, like that's their whole thing
1: yeah, you know what I mean. Like the, we they are the only heart, ones. They, that they, they, that got they got all that oil money. Yeah, and like, why not rule with an iron fist? Yeah, I why guess let you're women right. drive? They don't they not be driving. You know, that's what they think. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm back on their team.
0: I uh No, but no, I you're right. Like, no, you're right. That of course that makes sense. The the right. ones with the most power right. completely wanna, right. plow out the yeah. and it's like we don't know who rules They're not Switzerland. To give people more rights and shit. Yeah. You know, like why would they? Yeah, no, I don't know why I asked that. That is so stupid.
1: All right, number two is a Picasso painting called Le Femme Alger, the Women of Algiers. Uh, $179 million, That's a nice little painting. Then number three is a giga yacht. Now, yeah, that's like a thousand... That's a thousand regular yachts. A thousand, a thousand, a thousand yachts. yachts, man. It's a thousand regular yachts, $168 million. Look at, look at this next one, Joe. Giacometti's Pointing Man for $140 million. Shut look the at that. fuck $140 up. $140 million. The first two art pieces da vinci and picasso so i do kind of get it now maybe i'm showing my own ignorance here maybe this dude is on that nah, level hey, to some people. but look at that thing dude it's like, a stick it's, it's nightmare right. before christmas dude. it's like art i just can't help but feel this way it's like we were talking about opera and i'm like sometimes the opera i'm like these people are doing a they bit. don't know, know what they're right. talking about says it was created in one
0: night. oh no shit well, no shit yeah, yeah.
1: wow What do you do with the rest of the afternoon and (laughs) evening? Yeah, right. Fucking, but yeah, like, but art is just, like, some of it I get, and then other shit, I'm like, yeah, again, $140 million? Me
0: and you are realists. Like, I think that me and you are, like, realist arts, and, like, we can understand that, like, this right here, do you see this? Beautiful. Amazing. $200 million, I'd say. 100%. Yeah. Meanwhile of diarrhea doodle mm-hmm. will get like 700 billion or something. Cause somebody was just like, yeah. and <laughs> Yeah.
1: you got a rabbit by Jeff Coons. Jeff Coons, again, he, he don't like, I think I know cool. him. It is kind of cool looking, but also I know Jeff Coons is like the modern art guy, I think, or whatever. And I'm sure modern art's the wrong classification. So I guess I sort of get it. But then again,
0: you know, just look at that. Uh, it's rad, but like, I don't know that I thank him for it. Right. Does that make sense? And then the rest
1: of these, honestly, and Russ can scroll through them, you know, so you can see them. The rest of these, I like, feel like I kind of sort of get a little bit. There's a gigantic blue diamond. Yeah, like, yeah, of course. Right. Duh. Yeah. And then there's later on, there's.
0: Oh, dude, that's fucking yeah, super sweet ass sweet. car.
1: 62 Ferrari, 250
0: GTO, Bro. Berlinetta. And uh, that's a driving pussy right there. You can see how much that has. 48.4 million dollars i mean yeah if i had 48.5 million dollars i'd buy that motherfucker right that is super sexy yeah and then
1: it's other like hitting artworks and stuff there's a cabinet there's a nice cabinet is and that there, the cabinet yeah. no there's the cabinet that right is there. pretty sweet it's that, a nice
0: that's a nice cabinet yeah that's got a bunch yeah. of opium in it yeah
1: I give, you know, I give $36 million for that cabinet. Yeah,
0: that's pretty uh, tight.
1: Marie Antoinette's pendant, right? Like, again, I get that.
0: Yeah, right. Like $36 it, million is insane,
1: but like, Okay, it fair was enough. hers. It's Marie Antoinette's pendant, yeah. Uh, Sweet-ass rug. There you go. Leaf carpet. I got one of these from
0: Ruggable.
1: Yeah. How much do you think... My wife is a huge fan of Ruggable. How she much just do you think Corey you about about could sell, like,
0: Steve Carell's tissue for or something like that? I don't know.
1: What'd he do to it? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. (laughs) Did he come in it? (laughs) Another one right here Leonardo da Vinci's Codex, right? I mean, that's like his actual notes. I get it. Yeah. And yeah. And then that's, you know, that's pretty much it. Only a cup. really, just that little stick figure, dude, was the main one that I was like, what? I don't get none of that at all. Right. But so transitioning now into talking about uh, trash auctions and stuff. I was like trying to look up some stuff on it, and I found out accidentally that related to what we were saying earlier, they literally used to auction off poor people, right? But I don't mean to be slave, well, right, kind of. They to were slaves, right. but Just like, to like him. they were more like indentured servants, but like paupers, you know, back in the day in the nineteenth century, people that were fucking, you know, like. The equivalent of welfare back yeah, then right. was the- A uh, pauper, yeah. Was the- uh, You get a
0: pauper's funeral. The and... community,
1: the state, the whatever, would have a pauper's auction where it was just like the ugly women earlier. <laughs> it was a lowest bidder situation right. where like somebody would be like, I'll take that dipshit who don't hit for- <laughs> for for fifty dollars a year, right. right? And then somebody else was like, "I'll take them for 25 Right? And the guy at bed twenty five would get them, and he has to like house this person, but he also can make them do whatever the and fuck. Then, he could make them clean their the toilet, <laughs> do whatever the fuck. And the go- and the government would give him whatever his bed was, like the town or whatever. They'd give him that money in exchange. for Did they for have taking the reverse auction of it though? Where they were that like, is a reverse
0: auction okay?" But I thought right? they were like, "I have this dipshit." You can have him. No, it was people that
1: had nowhere else to go. That had already been like, people with nowhere to go. Right. Not somebody that someone else would bring to the town and be like, get rid of them. Somebody that was just out on the streets, basically. Homeless people.
0: Yeah. Ain't that better than them just being out there? Yeah, sure. I mean, hell. But, I mean, it's gross to talk about. But, like, sometimes there's people that are just out there and they ain't got shit to do. If we just had a bunch of paupers' auctions now, would that be good?
1: How much would you need to take in a hobo?
0: What are they going to do? I guess whatever you want to do. (laughs) I mean, I get 300 a month. Okay. You taking a hobo for 300 a month? That will do anything? <laughs> yeah. Not including butthole stuff? Yes, I'm saying, like, yeah, I think that's pretty cheap. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah.
1: I mean, honestly, that's kind of, sort of how the foster system works. Those kids will do shit? <laughs> well, no. I, oh, I was about to say, I sign me up. I wasn't thinking about the butthole part of what we just said. I, just, I wasn't up.
0: thinking about butthole part either. Well, you we brought just, up
1: butthole. I, didn't, I did when we were talking about hobos. Then I started talking about kids, and you were like, they'll do anything. That wasn't even, even the bit mean.
0: that I was trying to do. I literally meant just, like, pick up after me. For $300 a month, I could have a hobo that lived at my house and got no, me a Sprite and I mean, cleaned up my I take, shit.
1: Foster kids take on wanting children, and, you know, and they get money for it. So it's kind of... I mean, it's kind of it's the that same, same thing, thing. In a way. They just do it with kids. Oh, I was thinking
0: about buying them. That's what I'm
1: saying. It's not. It's reverse. Not, it's revert. What's you're not difference? buying them. Well, no. It hits
0: harder in this way. Right, so you can you get good. five, six hobos. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah. Give me that Rice Krispie Treat, No, that's girl. what I
1: said. I said it's like the it's like the ugly women's from yeah. earlier
0: in the segment. I'm high, and I yeah. totally didn't realize. I thought you were talking about buying people, but it wasn't. It was getting a government stipend to have a person. Yeah. Well, God damn. I mean, that's awesome. <laughs> like, that sounds fucking great. Like, that sounds yeah. way better than, like...
1: Well, but again, you have to realize that these people were like, when this was actually happening, these people were fucking abused and mistreated well, by these people. of course it didn't hit to be them. them.
0: Right, yeah, right. But I'm just saying, like, if they were there, they at least had a roof over their head and like some chicken and dumplings and carrots and shit. But rednecks love auctions
1: too. <laughs> For example, the Grundy County variety yeah yeah the grundy county auction. i went down to hey, the whoa, grundy wait, Co- wait, 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 wait. rush you know what the grundy county auction is never heard of it it's a jam we can't play it on here obviously. i can sing it though but uh yeah can you all right go ahead
0: i went down to the grundy county auction
1: where i saw something i, something I just, just had to have what was it my mind s- told me media, i should proceed with caution, with caution. But my heart said, just, go ahead and make, make a bid a bit on that. So I, I said, said hey, pretty, pretty, pretty lady, won't you give me a sign? I'd give anything to make it mine
0: or mine. I'll be your bidding I said, it'll be at your call. Call. Hey, and be your call. I've never seen, seen anyone looking so fine. Man, I gotta have her. She's a one of a kind. I'm going once, going twice. I'm sold to the lady in the, in the second row. She's, row. she's an eight, she's a nine, she's a, nine, she's a ten. I know she got the ruby red lips, blonde hair, blue eyes. And I'm about to bid my heart goodbye. Yes, it's a good song. So that's a, it's a wonderful song. Yeah. So that's that's
1: auctions. Country song from the 90s about auctions with hits. Uh, but, John Michael Montgomery. Yeah. Hell yeah. John Michael Montgomery. Hey, yeah. we, we talked before about how he was like the closest thing to rap country used to cl- come. Back yes, then he was. He was like super rapid fire. Yeah. And shit. He had bars. Um, But anyway, yeah. You know, uh, like, yeah, we auctioned. All kinds of livestock, pig, horses, cows, whatever,
0: heifers, yeah. as it were. <laughs> so many men call their wives heifers. Yeah, I Even if this. they're not fat, they're so, like, oh, heifer back home. My favorite...
1: Uh, Tender related thing i've ever seen online because every now and then on reddit there'll be like a tinder post pop up or something they got tinder based subreddits and it was a guy's profile and he's an old boy a country boy kobe or something like that yeah and his bio said it was a picture of him in a field <laughs> with a bunch of cows behind him right doing farm shit that was his profile picture and his bio said every day i take care of 248 heifers dot 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 looking to make it 249 <laughs>
0: Isn't that great? Dude, I would suck that guy's dick. (laughs) Like... Was he was he standing in front of him just going, Yeah, pretty like, much. That? like yeah. that's so awesome. Yeah. Like that is where the line of like things that should be offensive, you gotta go. I have to give it up to this person. It
1: hits too hard. It
0: hits too hard.
1: Because that was always the rule for me is if, like, if it hits. if it's funny enough, if yeah. it hits super hard, <laughs> yeah, it right. can be offensive. Yeah, right. And some things to me are just undeniable. That right and there <laughs> yeah.
0: is it crosses <laughs> right. the hits too hard line. Yeah. Like that's yeah. just like no no fucking you know, unironic, reductress like, posting like, writer can say that that don't hit. Just,
1: that's like a that's one of those matrix. It's a matrix, yeah. Where it's like the bottom <laughs> axis is how offensive is it, and the other axis is how hard does it hit, yeah. right? And the thing just goes straight up the middle of it, you know, where it's like, yeah, if it ain't that funny and it's too offensive, you can't Hits do that. Hard.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. And that does hit. Too hard. Yeah. And I know, like. I know like four dudes who come to the top of my mind whenever you yeah. say that of going like they would make that joke. And I'm just like. So uh, you
1: seem to me like you'd be into auctions and stuff. Like oh, yeah. Estate sales or whatever, yeah. stuff like that. Sure. Well, so. I mean, are you? What's no. the.
0: I, really? Well,
1: now. And like people yes, auction off storage I, units and shit, stuff like that. I've thought about like it before. I can see you being into that.
0: I've watched. So like you know that I'm into going to antique stores and finding the steel. Right. It's just never crossed my mind that I could do this. But now that you're saying this, yeah, absolutely. And I think the reason is is that you know I you know me and you have a very busy erratic schedule. Whenever I go to an antique store, it's just because hey, I've got an hour. Let me go do this. Like. Going to an auction is a thing that I have to sign up for, get a ticket, know when it is, whatever. But honestly, now that you're saying all this, I'm about to get into them in a way that will economically cripple me. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like, this sounds wonderful. You know how much money I love to just go, fuck that. Yeah. Yeah. So this is about to be a new thing. Well, again, I look forward to updates in
1: the future. But I mean, I you know we can move on. We need to get on to John Hancock, I believe. Oh right, we're yeah, going right. to talk about to John talk about Hancock. Mister Professor Cho, talking about uh, the OG
0: signer of things, Mister John Hancock. Right after this. Hey, y'all, it's Professor Cho. This portion of the podcast is brought to you by parttimefunnyman.com. That's where you can find all my bonus stuff, bonus podcasts. I write essays. I write poetry. We do videos. I talk about the Civil War sometimes. I talk about a whole lot of other stuff, and it's really fun. There's a lot of different things on there, something for everybody. It's only $5 over at parttimefunnyman.com, but if you can't afford it for any reason, just email buttercreamcory at gmail.com, and I will comp you, no questions asked. That's parttimefunnyman.com man.com I'll see you over there. It's fun.
1: I'm ready. Uh, let's do it. Welcome back, Airheads. Oh, it's time for another rendition of uh, History with Professor Cho. This time on the subject of John Hancock. i tell you what I know about John Hancock, Joe. He was the first dude to sign the Declaration of Independence. That's it.
0: Did <clears throat> well, well, he hit? Did he not? You tell me. That's basically what I know about the sumbitch, too. This is, of course, everybody knows my lead up to the uh, end game event of the American Revolution. But here are some fun facts about john hancock of course most people have heard of him because he signed his name real big on the declaration of independence yeah that was a power move it was a very very was it
1: a power move it was it like he was first and he was like I think this is about the right size, and everybody else was like, like "We can't Jesus all do that, Christ. or it ain't going to fit." What the fuck are cock- you doing? It's like, you know, you make like a poster or something, and you run out of room on the yeah, last couple that letters. John Mulaney, you're, bit. you're like, "This is going to be big the- ass B. Yeah, like, this is going to be the right size for letters to be." And then at the end, you're like, "I made these letters too big." Like maybe he just did that, and it wasn't a power move at all.
0: Well, we are going to get into that, Trey. So here's the deal, and this is all. All of this, every single word that I'm about to say uh, is coming from Boston Tea Party, a revolutionary experience.com. That right. whole thing? No. Okay. That's just what it said on there. Not everything that I'm about to say, but most, of cu- most people, of course, have heard of the famed politician if not just for the name the, uh, the fact that his name is synonymous with being the biggest fucking like that my my name is huge so yeah, it's
1: synonymous with a signature
0: his dad died in 1744 right and so his mama who was just like okay the daddy's dead and it's 1744 what do i do don't hit no, it's honestly, I can't think of many years that it's worse for your like, dad to die. I mean, I might have for, to auction
1: these kids off. <laughs> yeah, right. Give me spend, 50 bucks. Yeah, right. I, no, I might say how much money I'm going to have to spend to get rid of these kids. Like, goddamn. So
0: that's kind of what happened. Uh, John Hancock's mother, she felt she was too poor to raise the children. She sent little John to live with his wealthy and childless Aunt and uncle. So it's sort of like a Harry Potter situation. You know what mm-hmm, I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> uh, she then died. Right. She's His mom like, died? Yeah, the lady. Okay. The lady. So
1: she seemed to live with his aunt and uncle, and then she died. She promptly died.
0: Yeah, she. Well, was at least just she like, got him over there first. Yeah. So that didn't hit. And no, that don't hit. And then yada yada yada. He's a child. He's in the you know colonial times. He had a uh, he he had a fixation. Can you imagine? Can you uh, guess, Trey, what his fixation was as a boy? in the colonial times, the thing that he spent so much time doing. Jacking off? <laughs> well, it's almost the same motion, if you really think about it. Running. Uh, Running? Running runnin and? Hitting? Hitting a? Horse? No, a hoop. With a stick. Are you joking? He's the one that invented that shit. Okay, all
1: right.
0: But did he really like doing that? Yes, that he came up with that. No, he fucking didn't. So, basically. You're you're doing a thing right now. When John Hancock was a small boy, he had. He invented the stick and the hoop? He did it with like. famous. I know. How would we not know about that? I agree with you. It's the only thing we don't know about John Hancock. But you know, we don't know anything about John Hancock. I feel like, but I feel like it should be the only
1: other thing we do know about him. Well, like, I feel like everybody would be like, you know, how the first guy I signed. No one in can independence. It. Well, you'll never believe this. You know the stick with the hoop. Also,
0: that. But guy. he. But no one can prove it. He used to go out when he was a kid. And he had a little like the corn stalk, you know, like the teeny tiny sticks or whatever like that. And there ooh, I just got an email. That's from Reddit. No, it doesn't hit. <laughs> Watch this Chinese girl get her butt exploded. Yeah. Thank you, Reddit. And uh, he used to go out and he would have this corn stalk, right? And then the wheels that he had was just like cornstalk that they would tie together that they would usually make for like a woman would like, it's like a wreath type situation. And he was just like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to just go out there and I'm going to hit like this. Right. Mm -hmm. And then he did it a bunch and everybody was like, that's the ticket right there. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So he also apparently in his childhood, one of his best friends uh, was a feller named by the name of John Adams, and ah uh, yes, you remember John Adams? I do. Yeah, isn't it like so? Like, here's what I don't understand about the Revolution, or not that I don't understand this, but it's it's almost like everybody goes like, oh, these particular men, these men hit so hard, and it's like only because though they were all in the same area, you know what I'm saying? Like, all of these dudes did grow up near each other, so really it was probably only one of them that super hit, and the other ones were just like, well, we're here, so we'll be buddies with them, such as John Hancock and John Adams. Am I wrong? No, it's just like, you're
1: not wrong. I feel like it's when some shit, some super historically important shit is going down in one region— all the dudes that had any kind of influence or wealth or anything like that in that region, not all of them, but like it stands to reason they're all going to come together and be noteworthy. Right. But Do you they're know what all I mean? from Philadelphia. But, so but it's like,
0: just like weird. Well, it's not weird, but it's just like it's unfortunate for everybody that was really smart that lived in Oregon at
1: the time. Was we doing Oregon yet? I don't think we were doing Oregon yet. Okay. Uh then. Florida. We, I, yeah, we might have been doing Florida. I think Spain was still doing Florida. Maybe. But well, my I don't point
0: know. is, is that like everybody, they're like everybody from Boston hit. You know what I'm saying? And like there was probably some. Is other that how di- people
1: present it? Everybody from Boston hit. Well, back most then, of but, them were Virginians, weren't they? Well, Ben Franklin was from Boston. I mean, I know some are from Boston, but I'm saying like they were a lot of them were Virginians. Well, regardless.
0: People from Virginia and Boston, those are the only two types of people that hit back in the day. You know what I'm saying? And it was just because, like, that was just all their buddies. Like, there could have been, like, somebody from North Carolina that could have been involved in the revolution, but everybody was just like, no, we good on Boston people. Y'all don't worry about it. You know what I'm saying? Was there a North Carolina at the time? I think there was a
1: Carolina. I don't I feel like they weren't. It was just the Carolina. How'd that
0: go? Like when there was just one Carolina and then somebody in the middle got pissed and was just like, well, I don't know about Carolina,
1: but I know that like with West Virginia and I think somehow the Dakotas, maybe it was related to slavery.
0: Yeah, that checks
1: with West Virginia. The reason West Virginia exists is because they weren't down with slavery. That's so wild, too, because- Because it's so the most hillbilly many, place in the world. Right, and yeah. it's it's but, the, so, but see, that's the thing. Uh, right. It's all Appalachian that, Mountains and stuff, so they didn't have plantations. They didn't have big farms there that because be, of the topography. But so, that should
0: be brought up more. It should be brought up-
1: East Tennessee was the same way. East Tennessee tried to split off from the rest of Tennessee because they weren't down with the Confederacy and the slavery thing. And uh, by the way- uh, but, it, it, but
0: the rest of Tennessee was like, no, that ain't it. And so it just also goes to show you that, like, everybody goes like, oh, people from the south are uh, for slavery. And it's like, well, if everybody had the landscape for them, they would have been for it, too. It's just that they didn't have dude, that.
1: If the if the, uh, the topography or whatever, the outlay of the land was like flipped completely. The north would have it had would slaves. Have been literally the exact opposite. Yeah, of exactly. It yeah. It's just. Yeah. It's what, money, dog. What were it's we money, talking and about? All the money in the South was in
0: plantations and therefore slaves. So, so b- I give, don't know what we were talking about. Giving given the fact that John Hancock was uh, childhood best friends of John Adams, he also. I don't know how this. It, while, while he was on a London business trip, he witnessed the coronation of King George the Third. Ain't that something? Mm-hmm. At that time, what he do was you, sitting in the back like he don't. Hit. He don't. That's what I'm saying. He don't hit like King George III the Third was going to try and make me pay for tea and stamps they, and everything <laughs> else, and I ain't going to do that shit. They call him the last king of America, right? Like right. that's well, what. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he the, was right, and he, and he yeah. was the last king of America, but like, it's. I guess me and you can't really fathom this the idea of like we are over here and you're over there but we y'all and y'all us Mm -hmm. right like Mm -hmm. we can't we can't really fathom that. But like a dude like John Hancock over there watching the coronation of George the Third, like, do you have any type of modern day equivalent of what that would look like? Because I have no fuck, like I can't, I can't even. No, but it, when you were talking about Ben Franklin, this actually occurred
1: to me. You were talking about him it being in Boston back in the day, and he would go in on the king and stuff. And I was sitting there thinking, I was like, it's wild that like that was his king. Do you know what I mean? Right. That, that would like he was in America, but it wasn't America yet. And it was like the king. That was in, his king. In Britain. Like that was his king that he was talking shit about.
0: He just had a an ocean separating them. But yeah, it is wild to think about. No, I don't know. Like I just don't know like a modern day equivalent, because like we all talk shit about the president, but that's such a different thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's like the the hell, the whole point of a president, like America is that we should talk shit about the president. But back then, that was just like, you know, very much not the case. He was someone who did like to talk a lot of shit, though, Trey. He he uh, was considered a threat to the British because of his political views, in addition to protesting the Stamp Act mm-hmm. and the Sugar Act. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What fucking was the Sugar Act back then? Because, like... Un- was somebody undue. on the side of sugar don't hit? I don't know the sugar act. I've heard of the Stamp Act.
1: I used to know what it meant, but I don't anymore. It's been too long since eighth grade. But, like, uh, I, it was all, like, tariffs, right? It was taxes. Right. Taxation without representation. They were taking undue taxes based on these things, from these things, and people were like, this is bullshit. Right. I mean, right? It, something like that, wasn't it? Sure.
0: Okay. <laughs> but, yeah. like... So, here's what I want to ask you about that. At because you know more about like laws and like rules and shit than me, okay, baby, you do, okay. Because there's like they'll have like we have a corn tax, we have a sugar tax. Like, yeah. how many ingredients are factored into that? Like, is there like that? Like, there's a flour. There's a flour tax. There's a saccharine tax. There's a what the fuck ever tax. A biscuit tax. I'm just like I it's don't. Like you can't
1: tax me on flour and sugar and butter and then also a biscuit tax. That's not
0: fair. You get it two ways. But not to no, get. I don't, I don't but know. not <laughs> to get like. Not to get political about it on this, this show. Is so Funny, but I don't want to get into politics.
1: But the stamp act was some <laughs> bullshit. I don't like to be political, no.
0: but. Like, but taxation this is, without representation ain't it. But my point is, no, no, no. All of this is like the fundamental uh, parts of being a libertarian, a Tea Party person. Like, the Tea Party comes from these fucking people right here, right? And yeah. John Hancock and the Tea Party yeah. and what the Tea Party believes in is like, hey, no taxation without representation. And I get that. And I agree with that, like... Hey, well, I mean, the Tea Party, they had representation. Okay, but that was their whole thing, I mean, they though. They didn't,
1: is, but they did. I mean, like, if you're from Texas or whatever, like, Texas has representation.
0: I, I, know, I know that, and that's what fucking is... So this whole libertarian movement is like, no taxation without representation. If you don't represent us, then we shouldn't have to pay money to you. And back then it made sense. But now, right, like... They do have representation. It is a thing. But back then, though, like, even when they were just like, I'm paying taxes on sugar, but I don't have no representation. It was like, well, who the sugar got sent over here. You know what I mean? Like, you did get the sugar, right? And all these people that were just like, "Uh uh-uh, we should just be able to do whatever the fuck we want, and there shouldn't be no goddamn, like... I don't mean to get weird about it, but at the goddamn core of all of it, it's like what they were screaming for was, we need government, but I'm not going to pay the government for some shit. You know what I'm saying? And then like, that's what I'm asking if the was the revolution bullshit. I don't know enough about it to know. I
1: know that, like, you're, if you grow up in this country, you're very much taught it from the perspective of it was utterly, completely justified. And the founding fathers were correct and all that shit. And uh I feel like I've heard like the modern day interpretation is more like ultimately at the end of the day, it was the right thing for America to become independent from Great Britain. So they weren't entirely wrong. But having said that, a lot of that shit they were on about wasn't really that unjust to the way they were talking about. Right. right. It's sort of how I've heard it presented recently but i about you know, right I about
0: people but if you don't like it leave it's just like wait, this is what we're doing right you know I what i'm saying yeah, i
1: don't i can't talk about it in detail but i've heard it presented that well again way, i don't to want to get political
0: say. but now that we're like way further back from the founding fathers like i look at it and i go i mean england had a a pretty good claim to the shoot you for doing this bullshit thing. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that gets me back to this tray. So John Hancock was a smuggler, right? So he was accused, he was accused of smuggling, smuggling, right? He was like, he was riding on pirate ships and shit Mm -hmm. and just like popping into port towns and just being like, y'all got some stuff. It's funny you say that, because I wanted some stuff, Mm -hmm. right? So I'm going to holler at you. I'm going to get in there and get your stuff. And then he would come back, bring it to Boston and shit like that. They would put, like, fucking tariffs on it, which, like, didn't hit for him. Because he was like, why should I have to pay tariffs on the things that I stole? This is bullshit, right? Mm -hmm. And then John Hancock... Had a bunch of people that were working for him. They were like his little like pirate minions or whatever. And one of them told on him, and he was just like, "Wait, what the fuck?" And so they killed him, of course. And they were just like, "You can't be doing that." And he was like, "Yeah, the well, he was dead, of course." He ain't nobody snitches. And every and what happened? That is where the term it's like we ain't even been in stitches yet. That is where the term snitches get stitches. Comes from mm-hmm. John Hancock killed this motherfucker, mm-hmm. and somebody was like, "He can't just be killing a motherfucker for telling stuff." And they were like, "He's a snitch." John and they were like, "What are you talking about?" And he goes, and "Stitches, John get, stitches. Said, get stitches. Snitches get stitches. Snitches get stitches." So Trey, yeah, as much as John Hancock is famous for his signature, his legacy still lives on to this day after he passed away on October eighth, seventeen ninety three, which is. You do the math on the revolution. What? 1793 (laughs) minus 1776. 17 years. years, That's only 17 years?
1: 1793?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. Uh, Well, that's when he died. The date of his burial became a state holiday, and today there is a life insurance company uh six united states navy ships and numerous streets cities and counties that all bear his name in addition to the john hancock center in chicago and the john hancock tower the tallest tower in boston all bear his name even though realistically all he really ever did was just be like that's big as fuck
1: and also killed a dude who talked shit
0: And invented the wheel wheel game. Yeah.
1: Okay. Man, he's a right place, right time motherfucker. I agree with you. All right. That hits. Okay. Okay. We got clearing the airs (laughs) coming up next. Make sure to like, share, subscribe, tell your mom and them, leave a review, all that stuff. Right? Yeah. Tell them, Joe.
0: Do all that stuff. Enjoy clearing the airs and we'll see y'all next time. Enjoy clearing the airs. See you bye. Say you, bye I was way too high in that episode All one, right. two, three, four, 1, 2, 3, four. Royalty and rednecks are alive They both like cutting and picking fights Biscuits and baked beans Where they don't belong Sit on down With corium and Trey And learn some fancy shit Today we'll laugh and let them leave And when they're wrong They'll take you to a last with the car so want they keep it divine error
1: putting on airs put on
0: airs put
1: on airs put on, on airs well hi hey there airheads it's time for the uh, second post rust departure of uh, clearing mm. the airs so yeah, I think we got a couple more eps where Russ was here. Then we'll be transitioning to that slightly new format in the future, and y'all will see how that goes. But we're gonna keep having fun. Ho!
0: Oh man, it's gonna be great. You know, as I said in the uh, in the last episode, different don't mean worse; it just means different. So we got some uh, I we, I got some cool ideas that I think we can uh, implement now that we're gonna be remote for a while. So we're gonna try to gussy it up as good as we can. But we're excited to be here. And uh, we thank you all for, you know, liking and downloading and subscribing. We appreciate that. I noticed this week that our views were actually up on, uh, on YouTube for the week, Trey. So I don't know what we did different, but we appreciate you all for sharing and all that good stuff.
1: And if that sounds like he's passive aggressively implying it was because of Russ leaving, it's not that because
0: uh no, no, that's because not what I meant. That's I know not that's not what, what I I you mean. meant.
1: I know that's what you meant. I felt like that's how some people might interpret it because but of course, in that in this episode, Russ is still there. He hasn't left. He's still very yeah, much not alive. That. so we don't know uh what uh, what to attribute that to, but it does hit for us. This week we talked about auctions and uh John Hancock, we just oh, found that out Hancock. before we started recording this. Uh, neither of us has actually listened to it, so who knows what kind of wild shit we said.
0: Um, and, and not only that, uh, I didn't even remember having done an episode on John Hancock, so that could that get real either. rough. <laughs> you didn't remember?
1: <laughs> I do. When you said John Hancock, I was like, oh, right, he did cover John Hancock, but I had totally forgotten that you had. I mean, I guess yeah, to be fair, I had it. totally forgotten that I had done auctions too until it came up, and then I remembered it.
0: So, It'd yeah, be I like mean, that. that was that was probably like, I, if I had to guess, this would have been like fourth episode of the day type material. Yeah, probably. Because I mean, we're <laughs> the, getting the first down thing to the I end clicked. Now. Yeah. Yeah, right. The first thing I clicked through was me screaming about being bald. So I must have been really <laughs> tore up. <laughs> yeah. I
1: remember, I vaguely remember that too. We were talking about the princes, you know, or like William and mm-hmm. Harry or something. And I was going to say something about William being bald or something. And it just really set you off and derailed the whole thing <laughs> as i recall it with you screaming about baldness uh that's how i remember i'm a, it wee, anyway. <laughs> I'm a wee bit of a sensitive lad Aye. 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 i i i i i don't we, really uh, have much else to say or contribute uh to this part of the show this way <laughs> so well you know, and i, I and- didn't listen to the episode
0: barely remember it <laughs> uh yeah i don't know what to say or do and I don't know if uh, a lot of people have already made this connection in their brain, but once we get past these, this batch of episodes, uh, clearing the airs is actually going to be a lot different because we will have literally just done the episode. So there won't be as much of a need for it in the sense that we've been doing it, but obviously we're still going to be talking our airmail and and uh, all that good right. stuff. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Matter of fact, it might, it might let us be able to do more airmail fuck i don't know but uh right i do so basically like what you're post saying strip.
1: basically what you're saying and you're right is that airmail will continue, but clearing the airs, yeah. its days yes. are numbered. Because you're right, because yes. doing it the way we're going to be doing it, it defeats the purpose of, of this whole segment. This whole segment was supposed yes. to be It's funny because we have self-defeated the purpose of this segment every yeah. week for <laughs> yeah. weeks now, yeah. I would yeah. argue, yeah. because ostensibly the purpose of this segment was supposed to be so we could like revisit the wild shit we said months ago while batch recording and then give you know any kind of disclaimers or whatever now, and we just right. hardly ever do that anyway. But yeah, but don't worry, the well, airmail will continue.
0: To be fair, though, a lot of airmail is people telling us how wrong we were, which is sort of clearing the air in a way. Yeah, so, you right. know, it it all works. But hey, we might even c- come up with a whole new thing in lieu of it. But, I, but anyways, I'm, I'm kind of excited about knowing what we were talking about. You know, that's going to really hit for me. Uh, Speaking of, speaking of of airmail, I got some here for Mm -hmm. Uh, you. Subject line blazing saddles joke. I didn't even, I didn't even pre-screen this email. I just saw blazing saddles joke and I knew I wanted to read it. Um, Hey guys, hearing Corey talk about blazing saddles a little while back reminded me of a story uh, that could, that could possibly, possibly be the longest hang time for any joke. In winter of 2009, an uncle of mine was driving my parents to catch a flight and somewhere along the line began discussing Mel Brooks movies. There are a lot of Mel Brooks fans in my family, and I've seen Blazing Saddles more times than I can count. Between my dad and I, I'm sure we can quote the entire movie. So as the three of them were in the car, they started rattling off lines from the movie. At one point, one of my parents threw out the line Corey referenced, a laurel and hearty handshake. At this moment, the penny that had been hanging in the air since 1973 finally dropped from my uncle. This was in December of 2009, meaning that that joke took 36 years to land. Since then, that line carries extra weight for my family and I, and I laugh a little harder hearing it. I dig what y'all do and have been following the skewniverse since there was just one podcast. Rest in peace, Bubba shot the podcast. Thanks for the laughs and keep on keeping on. Tim from Canal Winchester, Ohio. Thank you, Tim. Uh, that's great because it—I love it when that shit
1: happens. I've had that happen to me, and yeah. I'm sitting here trying desperately to think of a, of an example, and I'm coming up blank. But when you like, I've definitely had things like occur to me or whatever, where I was like, "Oh my god!" My whole yep. life, I never knew that that's what that was, or that's what that meant, or whatever. Um, yep. I, one of them was uh, speaking of Bubba Shot the Podcast, Seminole Wind. Uh Mm -hmm. alligators in the dark in the dark is what I thought it said. This is not as good as what Tim just said, but apparently it's the alligator and the gar. He's just naming aquatic creatures. So like shit like that, where it's like where you've either missed something or misinterpreted something your whole life and then find and then like the light finally click light bulb clicks or whatever the fucking metaphor is uh it's
0: always this this cool particular blazing saddles joke i mean th- it happened to me exactly that way it didn't take me 36 years but i saw that movie so much when i was a kid and when i was a kid i i didn't know who the fuck laurel and hardy were or right. if I'd, I'd probably seen it but i did but then like when i got a little bit older and i was you know doing comedy and so i was learning about the history of comedy and stuff i heard it and i was like holy shit like, I, and it was really cool for me because I was like, yay, a new joke. That's now a new joke for me. A new part of Blazing Saddles that hit that didn't hit before." Yeah, does hit. Thanks, Tim. Uh, this <laughs> this subject line here: Hey, Cho, you dumbass <laughs> slash Freemasons. <laughs> now, the reason that the yeah. reason that this says, "Hey, Cho, you dumb," do you, do you know why this is? Didn't you cue them up to do
1: that or something? You said to yeah. send it like that something
0: like that yes yeah. somebody had uh this well this person cody mcpherson had sent an email and i didn't read it on airmail and i think that they thought like that means i was ignoring it and i was like send it back with this header but guys listen right uh it's we can only read so many and i just scan through (laughs) so i i swear to you like i i want to read them all it's just that it just doesn't happen every time uh but if you do want to to it to get my attention subject line hey Cho, you dumbass uh if you've sent one before and want it read i'll i'll, I'll try my best you know how many um, of
1: those you're gonna get now probably so many <laughs> like Every goddamn and it's, goddamn it's gonna completely say, hey, you defeat you the purpose yeah exactly yeah yeah
0: <laughs> um <laughs> cody says hey airheads i'm currently listening to the latest episode on clubs and aristotle and i have some bad news for Corey." I once tried to join the Freemasons and was rejected. It was a pretty easy process. I just looked up my local chapter and emailed the leader slash president or whatever he was called. He emailed me back pretty quickly with the requirements. And this is where my problem and Corey's problem lies. You have to believe in a higher power slash God. They don't care what religion you are, supposedly, but you have to believe in at least a higher power. The guy was really nice and apologetic about the situation, but ultimately wouldn't let me go any further since I'm an atheist. Hell, I even said, what if I say that aliens are a higher form of life and I believe in them? And he said it don't count. (laughs) LOL. Anyway, I'm sorry to disappoint, but I love the show and tell anyone who will listen about it. I've gotten two or three of my friends and even my wife listening, and you guys are one of her first podcasts. She even has a subject idea for the Venn diagram of trashy people and fancy people. Christmas lights. Thanks for all the laughs. See ya. Love you. Bye. Love, Cody. Love, Cody. P.S. We really need you guys to come back to uh, North Carolina for well-read comedy. Okay. Okay. A couple of things. First of all, it's
1: wild. I don't remember what I ended up doing instead. So this is what always happens. What did I do? Oh, for Christmas, we just kind of talked about Christmas. But yeah, we had gotten a previous recommendation from Utah Will, another airhead, yep. to do Christmas lights. So apparently uh, people demand it, but it's probably going to have to wait a year at least because, you know, I want to be uh, thematic and seasonal with it. But I like the suggestion. Um, and then I, I get maybe I didn't. I don't know if my brain is bullshitting me right now, but I either, while reading about the clubs and the Freemasons and stuff, I either found what he said and didn't say it on the episode, which wouldn't surprise me because mm-hmm. I forget to say shit all the time, or he's just reminded me that I had been told that by my Freemason buddy years ago. and But I definitely had heard that before, that they require you to
0: believe in something, some kind of higher power. Well, I do believe in something. You know, right. I've always said that, like, I just don't believe in any biblical type God. Like, I do sort of believe that, like, there's something out there, but I just don't attribute it to any type of religion that man has ever created. I, Trey, have always told you, I feel that we are all connected through vibrations and that we are all God. So my higher, higher power is humanity. Hits. Does hit. Um, <laughs> uh, For this one, I... I do try my best not if someone got one on the week before I try to like skip them and Louis somebody else, but just based on the subject line alone, I had no choice but to uh, uh, respond to our final email here with the subject line black queer redneck part two, my experiences with Dixie outfitters. (laughs) My God. Hey guys. (laughs) Hey guys, it's me, David again. First of all, I would like to thank you for reading my last email. Second, I would like to clarify by queer I mean I'm pansexual or bi with extra steps. Anyway, <laughs> anyway I wrote to tell you about my experiences with the company Dixie Outfitters. Growing up in the mostly white town of Whit- uh, in the mostly white town of Whitmere and going to Whitmere High School, a lot of white kids at my school regularly wore Dixie Outfitters shirts and hats, which easy to say made most of the black students feel uneasy also made us feel discriminated against as my school banned the Jeezy the Snowman shirt and banned a black substitute from wearing a Malcolm X shirt. Jesus Christ. Lord. And And I personally got accused of hating white people because I wore a Black Panther Party shirt. I was met with the Black Panthers were racist and wanted to kill white people, to which I replied, no, they didn't. They just wanted to protect the black community. Now, the Klan and basically any other group that waves the rebel flag basically wants me dead. Only to be met with the Heritage Not Hate argument, and considering there was a KKK supply store Jesus, two towns over that sold the shirts, I found that hard to believe. Anyway, the funny thing is that a lot of rednecks who wore such shirts and such were secretly being cucked by half the black dudes on the football team, (laughs) also my we're being cucked by half the black dudes on the football team. Also, my high school friend, Sissy, against my advice, got a Confederate Bell tattooed and is now married to a black man with two black sons, and I would love to hear her explain that. In high school, her mama was a dumbass. Anyway, keep doing what y'all are doing. Love, David. P.S., y'all should do a Venn diagram on bikers. Okay. I would say motorcycles and then the fancy there's there's fancy uh, bicycling folk. You know, I can see it. OK, I dig it. So uh, I did not couple, see that email coming, by the way. I did not pre-screen that one in That was in great. A
1: couple things in response to that. If David listens to Well Red. He's going to hear me talk about how I was a dumbass in high school this week because I was talking about all the Confederate flags I found in my childhood. home right. As I was cleaning it out. Uh, but hey, we all evolve and grow. I never really fucked with Dixie Outfitters though, but I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and say it wasn't that it was because of they were, this taste they were for expensive. the flag. I hadn't developed this taste for the flag yet. Uh, uh, that came a little later. Uh, but I did finally arrive there. But also, for the record, the other thing I was going to say is uh, they actually, I, I don't. David said something about Jeezy, which makes him think he's a little bit uh-huh. younger than than me because <clears throat> yes. he was talking about high school. Jeezy wasn't out yet when right. I was in high school, so that makes me think it was a little bit more recently than my high school experience. But when I was in high school, Dixie Outfitters was actually banned by my school system, and you weren't allowed. Really? To wear it. Yeah, and it was a big. That fucking is shocking. Deal too. Dude yeah oh, I but bet the rednecks were not happy about it, but yeah they were you weren't allowed to wear uh the stars and bars or a Dixie outfit shirt or anything in my high school well i had a bunch of other school. they had a bunch of other well, you know, i like, guess I've said like we have an actual black community and black kids there, but right. of course it sounds like he did too, and it sounds like his hometown right. didn't give a fuck but uh we had. They had plenty of other rules. They also like I, I, they were trying to be actually equitable, I guess, because you also weren't allowed to wear baggy pants. You know what I mean? They right. had like they had those rules too. But in addition, they banned uh, Dixie Outfitters, I guess, just trying to be even-handed. I don't know, but right. yeah, if you look as we pointed yeah, out, cool. you look into what Dixie Outfitters is doing today. Few we <laughs> <laughs> rough, Not good, stuff. stupid,
0: wild shit. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Well, hey, that's all the airmail I have. We'd like to thank the airheads out there for uh, for being with us, for liking, for downloading, and from the sound of these emails, telling all your friends, because I do think that is the best way that you can support us, because if you like something, it probably stands to reason that your friends and you have similar interests, so tell them some bitches about it, and uh, stay fancy, motherfuckers. You.